Welcome back, Dodecadorks. We're the 12-sided guys. We have Jordan as Hubert. I mean, Rupert. Uh, Dr. Rupert Q. Havenport. Why, hello there. Sabrina as Althea Goldenclaw III. Can I help you? Matt as Bryson, son of Bryce, the Peacock Knight. <laughs> hey. Scott as Droog of the Ankle Shankers. All right, laddie. Me, Paul, as former Captain Kayvon Borso. How you doing? And Aaron as the shambling horde of undead. Hi, gay. Thanks for hanging out with us on this crazy adventure full of clockwork inventions, awkward social interactions, and maybe, just perhaps, romance? (laughs) Don't forget about our Patreon, where you can show your love and support, as well as ratings and reviews. Those are always nice. And tell your friends, this is a great time to get started with us here at the 12-Sided Guys for this adventure and our new campaign starting soon. Anyway, if you ever got betrayed by your coworker Wesker, then this podcast is for you. It's A Nauseous Nocturne, Episode 3. Scene fades to black. Too thick of a font appears in front of you three hours earlier. (laughs) The late late afternoon sun drips through the trees, tinting the front of the mansion green, as well as those bustling to receive the carriages coming up the lane. The staff are dressed in fresh-pressed suits and dresses, The Countess stands at the mansion doors, personally acknowledging the guests as they enter. First to arrive is the black and gold carriage of Rita Murdoch. A mechanical horse pulls it to a stop before the steps of the front garden. No driver is seen. She exits and the carriage carries on. Hovering behind her is a small floating platform with two gifts on top, wrapped in black and gold paper with ribbons. The Countess greets the mayor with a kiss on the cheek and a nod, but otherwise allows her to continue inside. The next carriage to arrive is a carriage moving on its own, steam rising behind it and silver showers of sparks spinning around each of the carriage wheels. Out of the carriage steps Zachariah Cobbleshot and Sir Duncan of Gnomeshire. From the back of the carriage... <laughs> oh, Sir Duncan. <laughs> a true gift, he is. From the back of the carriage, a young man jumps off and opens a compartment filled with gifts, some large, some small, but the most eye-catching of them is an ornate metal box adorned with jewels and gold filigree. Huffing, the man takes the gifts to a servant's entrance as the two guests approach the Countess. Welcome, Zachariah, the Countess says, grasping his hands and waiting for him to kiss her cheeks. I hope you're doing well, Countess, Zachariah buzzes, thick, sweet honey coating his praise. And I hope you're finding the new gadgets satisfactory. The Countess smiles and responds, 
beyond what I could ever imagine. Thank you truly. And I hear I have you to thank as well, Sir Duncan, she says, shifting to the tall half-man, half-tiefling. Oh, I am simply an old tinkerer myself, and happy to have joined the board of Cobbleshot Industries, if only to save my wife from having me at home 24-7. He winks with a glint in his eye as the Countess chuckles in response. Plus, I've been spoiled by the Cobbleshot's generosity to host me while I visit your city. I'm happy to hear you are enjoying your time here, the Countess finishes as she ushers the men into the hall. We shift to see a large cart of gifts being unloaded onto the table in the main ballroom. The young man from Zachariah's carriage sets a large pink box beside the metal chest he brought in. A small silver disc glints in his hand as he presses down on a button twice, causing a gemstone on the side of the chest to begin to blink. He shifts the pink gift box to cover the light and casually leaves the hall. Fade to black. Thirty minutes earlier. Breaking glass explodes across the ballroom, peppering the guests and lodging deep in the flesh of some. The Countess looks down to see a small shard has lodged in her wrist. She pulls a sleeve over the cut and watches the security details she hired begin to fight back the creatures her guests have become. While the chaos of fighting rings out through the hall, a small spider construct unfolds out of the top of the now-smoking box, scurrying out the front doors of the room and turning toward the stairs leading down into the mansion depths. Dun, dun, dun! Dun. I don't like that. So anyway, that was uh, that was sinister. <laughs> yes, yeah. Your characters didn't see that, so we'll see what happens. Whoa! Did you guys see that mechanical spider? JK guys, <laughs> it's just zombies. We're just dealing with zombies. Oh, just good. that's zombies. so much better. <laughs> oh my god! Only zombies. They were pretty. I mean, you guys, you guys didn't die. You didn't die. You didn't get close to die. Like they, they were zombies. Seemed easy, right? Yeah, I mean, they had plenty of uh, plenty of targets to go after that weren't us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I guess you can't say there weren't any casualties. Okay, so you have just succeeded in vanquishing the zombies. Uh, Kayvon, I believe, received a magical gift from a gumball machine. Yes, I did. And you were able to force your way out of the ballroom and into the rest of the mansion. Basically, as you go out here, you were told by the Countess that you need to be traveling down into the basement uh, area of the mansion in order to find the kind of main control center of the security system so you can reset it. As you're going down these dark hallways, you aren't really seeing anyone. You haven't noticed any staff as you're going down, but you basically start to feel more uneasy the lower you go in the castle and you're not quite sure why if it's just the fact that you fought a lot of gory bloody undead guests above and now everything seems creepier or if there's actually almost a malevolence kind of coming out of the crypt bottom of this place but all of you 
feel the skin on the back of your neck prickle up as you descend the staircases. I'm just going to say zombies plus going underground does not equal good news. I don't think it takes a rocket scientist to figure out why I don't feel good about this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> as we're traveling, do I happen to see any, like, suits of armor or shields on the wall? Because I just want to grab a shield to have and use. Um, Not really. You see way more. The decoration style here is a lot more ornate art. Okay. How gaudy is it? Is it, like, classy or is it, like, obscene? The portraits are pretty classy of people, but there's a lot of, like, weird experimental, like, Victorian children paintings where they're, like, playing (laughs) out in the trees and there's, like, a weird smudginess to them that just makes them feel, like, ethereal. It's just, it's not great. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> are but, there any like serving platters i could use right, as a shield right, right. if you give me give me an investigation check just to see if the, you're able to find anything to function as a shield investigation it's a negative one i thought it's still a 15 though 15 nice okay what i will say is you find kind of a more decorative or display uh, kind of like armor or items in a case. And if you'd like, you can open the the door and take out the shield. Oh, yeah. I mean, the owner's already dead, so. I mean, you think you think so. Is, you, you, do you, I don't, if you do a history check, we can see how well you know this family. <laughs> well, wouldn't the owner technically be the countess? Yes. <laughs> well, I think at one point, besides, besides looking for armor and stuff, I think at one point, uh, Kayvon has this thought that he doesn't vocalize, but he's like, hmm, I, I wonder who brought that gift that exploded and turned everyone into zombies. <laughs> Maybe we should have investigated that a little bit. Hmm. Oh, well. Well, I kept trying <laughs> to say, like, hey, who would, like, not like you and who'd want to hurt you? And they're just like, oh, I felt like I was kind of, like, dismissed. Seems like she's uh, pretty popular, or at least that's what they want us to think. You all didn't even search through the cupcakes. (laughs) (laughs) I searched through one cupcake. (laughs) You did, you did. Uh, Thoroughly, too. (laughs) Thoroughly. (laughs) But, yeah, so you get the shield. Um, I'll say it's a... Shields are usually plus two, right? To AC. So Mm -hmm. this is plus one. Okay. So not the most functional of shields, but it actually surprisingly is almost on like the color pattern of your peacock armor. Interesting. It looks, it looks, it looks like it goes like no one would instantly clock that it's a shield from something else and that it's not your shield. Droog walks up to Kayvon and he says, all right, you jammy bastard. You owe me a dance off after all this. And this time (laughs) I won't have any cheese in my pockets. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a euphemism? <laughs> uh, I think Kayvon says, bring it on, anytime. Then he folds his arms and starts doing like the Russian kicks. I mean, puts one <laughs> arm down, but all the while making eye contact, like direct eye contact with Drew, like not letting go. Drew pulls out some cheese and eats it without breaking eye contact. <laughs> I suppose it wasn't a euphemism then. This is some awkward, <laughs> awkward tension here, guys. Uh, shall we continue on? <laughs> Uh, every time you say Russian kicks, all I can see is the scene in The Man Who Knew's Too Little, where he's <laughs> Russian kicking around the, and oh tossing the bomb, the, the bomb oh back God. and forth as everyone's like, oh my God. 
Oh, that movie was that so is like good. One of the best moments. Oh man, I love that movie. I lo- I grew up watching that and it, uh, love it. Um, okay, so yeah, you continue on down the hallways. Uh, Fun fact: you just said queso, and that's Spanish for cheese, which is in Droog's pockets. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I'm starting to think that Droog might have some poems about cheese, uh, similar to the. Was it mustard or hot dog poems that <laughs> yeah. have been found before? <laughs> there, there could be a potential cheese poem in your future. <laughs> Wonderful. We'll be sure to interrupt it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. So uh, you continue down the hallways and all of a sudden I'll, you kind of all hear it. Uh, there's a small beeping sound coming from wherever you place that crystal. Uh, that you were given to show that you work in the security detail. And you start to hear uh, the voice of Suzette coming through it, saying, uh, security security detail, do you, do you hear me? Uh, yes. Hey, Susie. <laughs> uh, it's Suzette. Um, I, I was just saying I'm, I, I can contact you through here. We are... We are currently uh, stabilizing the injured and hoping to get them out soon. Once the uh, security system has been lifted, uh, how how have you reached the main room yet? How do you work this? Are there buttons? What are the? Where's the button for it? <laughs> he- hello, <laughs> Suzette. You're just screaming into the ether. <laughs> you gotta say over. We. Are- you gotta say over. You can you can, you can just speak normally. It's it's magic uh, as long as you takes ta- it from Rupert and turns it upside down. And said, "There you go. That that'll work." <laughs> ah, thank you, good sir. These newfangled contraptions, you know, <laughs> we never used such you know complicated devices when I was a young lad. Just talk to somebody right to their face, you know. <laughs> That's what I say. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yes, Lady Suzette. Uh, how are you? Are you well? <laughs> I'm I'm doing fine. Um, you yep. You can just speak normally. It's magic. As long as you're touching the crystal, uh, it it will send your your voice to me. Um, hey, ask her. Yes, ask her who well, sent the exploding you. package. I can, I can hear you. Hey, hey. Um, who sent the exploding package? We don't know. So far, we haven't. No one has recollected seeing uh that package be delivered do you know what the package looked like the, the one that exploded well in its state now we're we it seems to be a metal box with jewels in it that uh contained the explosion of glass that took my mother well i didn't bring you a gift so it definitely wasn't me i, I don't think that was a concern I just gotta gotta make sure, gotta cover my bases. It wasn't a concern before. You now made it onto the list now, but it's oh. it's fine. We'd, you're low on the list. You're very low on the list. I, I, you know, I told him he didn't have to bring a gift. You know, I understand how <laughs> these things work. You know, I'm I'm not an imbecile, but I did comprise a poem for you, my fair maiden. That <laughs> if you I all would just sh- contact me when you reach the room, that would be wonderful. Uh, if you have any questions about the shutdown process, I will walk you through it. Uh, oh, ah, uh, yes, yes, of course. Well, on, onward to the room. O- over and out. Yeah, you got it. Good, yeah. He starts mashing his finger on the crystal like he's trying to turn it off. 
confounded newfangled contraptions. I can't see the buttons. Can you tell me what button I need to push? Is it a dial? I think you just say Alexa over and out. Ah. I'm going to have to bleep that out. <laughs> I guess we should uh we should keep going, shall we? You know, it reminds me of a uh, of a poem actually <laughs> that I that I heard once while sleuthing about in shadows deep secrets to reap <laughs> through the mysteries layers we creep with wisdom's light we unravel the night for Suddenly truth is a the door slams we- beside oh. you. <laughs> Good heavens! Give me a constitution save. Okay. Everybody? Everyone? No, nope, just the poem reciter. <laughs> oh, fair <laughs> enough. Oh, 19. Ooh, Take that, slamming door. Uh, excellent. <laughs> you uh, succeed and do not have to stop the poem. Oh. All right, let's hear the rest of this one. <laughs> Oh, oh, it just ends with, uh, uh, for truth is the harvest we seek. Whoa. Very wise. Whoa. Yes. All we are is dust in the wind, dude. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. Well, 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 he pulls out dude. a notebook and starts writing that down. <laughs> All we are is dust in the wind. Dude, <laughs> it's beautiful. Uh, yeah. Rupert, can you give me a perception check? Yeah, sure thing. <laughs> I got a nat two for a three. <laughs> uh, just very lightly on the wind, you hear the sound of fingers snapping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is someone applauding my my beat poetry? I think you need to get your hearing checked. Oh well, I've heard that before. You know they have these like cool like brass trumpets you put up to your ear when you get old, like you. Uh, so you can hear better? I'm not that old. You can clear out the wax in there, too, after all of the years of buildup, you know? You want to... You can make a candle out of that thing, honestly. <laughs> he suddenly starts looking very self-conscious. He's like, I, I cleaned my ears before the evening. I, I, I swear I did. <laughs> well, shall, shall we continue onward? I think Kayvon will take up point. Yeah, onward and downward. Yeah, nothing like going down into the dirt. Ugh. Hey, Althea, <laughs> you look like really comfortable here at this party. Um, I'm a party animal. Yeah. Like, why? No offense, guys, but like, why are you working with us schlubs? Because we're kind of schlubs. You know, I wasn't going to say anything, but you are kind of schlubs. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, it's uh, it's good to be working with you. This is the kind of experience that I'm, I'm interested in. I, um, well, to be honest, I, I grew up more in the scene that was above us, but I, I'm interested in exploring the world and and seeing things. So I'm excited to be here with you, you schlubs. You've lots teach me. You might have a lot of common with that Susie upstairs. She kind of did the same thing, right? Like she grew up rich, and then she. Like, went off and did, like, schlubby things. Yeah, she seemed like she was pretty cool. She was uh, she was one of my heroes for a while, but uh, I don't know. I got bad vibes from her at the party tonight. I think that she might be 
more attached to her uh, her family name than uh, she let on. Ah, cool, cool. Are we there? <laughs> Are we there yet? <laughs> well, uh, you as you are walking, you've gone down probably about three floors now. Uh, it's got the cool kind of musty air around you as you would sense from being underground and uh you are walking down kind of a long hallway where there is a door at the end uh, and you can see some light coming out from under it and when you get there you open the door and you enter a small room that's brightly lit uh you find yourself in this room as oddly nowhere else in the mansion seems to have this but in this room there's almost some creepy but not creepy like elevator music gently playing uh in the background and you see there's a table with a typewriter on it fyi Um, whenever you give a music cue now scott and i have to scour all of our stock (laughs) music and try to find something that fits i searched Um, for a waltz for so long (laughs) by the way (laughs) Uh, you hear like a record scratch and this electronic screamo polka music starts to play. No, no. Uh, do, you, do you hear this kind of light elevator music in the background? Uh, and what you see is uh, a table with a typewriter and some ink ribbons on it. Uh, you see a large chest in the corner. You see another gumball machine standing up against the uh, wall to the east. And in the south, you see kind of a bill... No, a billboard. No, like a... A bulletin board? Yes, thank you. You see a a sort of bulletin board with things on it. And you also notice that there is a man uh, sitting on the ground by the table with the typewriter. And you also see a door at the other end of the room. Um, If everyone would like to give me perception checks as you walk into this room. Uh, Bryson got a 17. Droog got a 16. Dr. Rupert Q. Havenport got a natural one for a two. (laughs) (laughs) He walks in, he's like, gumballs. (laughs) Kayvon got a 17. And Althea got a, Althea got a nine. Cool. Um, Bryson, Droog, and Kayvon, you, what, something that stands out to you right away in this room is that they're, the door on the other side of the room, you realize, looks n- different slash newer than the other things in the room. And you begin to pick up that there's kind of like markings around it, almost as if someone installed this door later than this room was built. Uh, and that kind of stands out to you. Well, Kayvon's going to go over and start uh, investigating the door. He's kind of nod to the guy sitting on the ground. Hello. And then go start looking at the door. <laughs> Uh, he kind of looks up at you and he's like, is it, is it safe out there? No, no, not at all. Okay. I, I saw some, I saw some things in the hallway and I, I came in here. It seemed like a good place to hole up. What, what did you see in the hallway? It was like a, have you, do you, have you ever seen I don't I don't even know how to describe it. It was like a plant man but made of metal. Bryson's nodding his head. 
<laughs> oh, you you recognize it? No, that sounds awesome though. <laughs> oh, oh, I mean it it seemed horrifying and it was making this kind of mechanical scream almost. Uh and that's when I hid. Where did it come from and where did it go? I don't Cotton I don't Joe? know. <laughs> no, now, now we have to call that enemy the Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Perfect. You didn't get any read on the, the direction? <laughs> was it in the door that we just came through, or is it through the door here that no, I'm no, the door at now? that you came through? It was it was in the basement hallways. When the Albert sings, be prepared to juggle porcupines. <laughs> Y'all haven't heard that saying before. Should we maybe radio Suzette and let her know that there's a, um, a metallic man plant coming down the hallway? Rupert's furiously looking through his pockets for a coin right now. <laughs> <laughs> and Kayvon's going to try to figure out if there's a way to lock the door that we just came through. Droog is going to investigate the door that looks like it was new. Bryson's going to go to the typewriter and type out boobs. <laughs> and then you're gonna go awesome <laughs> uh, there's now a typewriter with a paper that just says boobs on it um, let's see how to go this so we'll start with uh, Rupert you actually what I'm gonna say is because you uh, were so distracted by the gumball machine when you came in uh, I'll give you advantage on an investigation check of the gumball machine to see if there's any coins around <laughs> Oh, awesome. Uh, 16. Nice. Yes. You find four coins. <gasps> I found one for each of us, except for you, Kayvon. You've already got one. Don't be greedy. <laughs> <laughs> I had to earn mine by dancing my pants off. <laughs> yes. Well, I still see pants on you, so somebody's a liar. <laughs> Please keep it that um, way, Kayvon. <laughs> Rupert Rupert goes ahead and gets four of these gumballs out. Bryson points at the typewriter and just goes, Hey, guys, there's a typewriter. Yes. <laughs> I cannot see it from here. 8008S. What does that mean? Maybe it's some kind of code. Snicker, snicker. <laughs> Maybe the monster wrote it. I don't know who would say that. Maybe that's actually the, the man on the floor is like, maybe that creature, maybe that. Hotline m- Joe. <laughs> uh, Rupert, if you will roll uh, a D31 four times for me. A D31. Yep. All right. So it was a three, an 18, a 14, and a one. I know I get the one. Don't worry. <laughs> Uh, yeah, these roll out. Do you hand them out before you open them? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Rupert, here is the one. (laughs) Rusted spoon. (laughs) Anything you eat with this spoon has no flavor. Honestly, could be convenient. (laughs) That could be very useful. Uh, (laughs) Suddenly, I am feeling much better about my gumball. Um, who gets the three? I'll take it. Uh, yeah, Peacock Knight. Okay, Peacock Knight, here you go. You open it up and this appears in your hand. A metal cockroach ring. Whenever you wear this ring, cockroaches stay up to 20 feet away from you. <laughs> Whoa, Very that's convenient. dope. <laughs> yes. it, the 18 goes to Althea. 
That's not what I thought a cockroach ring was, but... <laughs> oh, no! Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Hey, did I put this thing on right? <sighs> Man, it's pretty lucky. wide. Do you see any cockroaches around you, I guess? <laughs> okay. Uh, who's taking number 14? Yeah, so the, the 18 I was going to have go to Althea and then the 14 to Droog. Okay, Droog, this is what pops into your hand. An ebony dagger that doesn't make any sound when it hits or cuts something. Wow. Droog takes it and kind of shoves it into his right arm and just kind of finds a place among all the cogs for it. I mean, it's no cockroach rain, but... <laughs> Rupert's looking at his rusted spoon and being like, oh... What have I done? <laughs> Althea, this is what you receive. Uh, All right. Hood of the Elderly Wondrous Item. Uh, while wearing this cloak, you can use an action to pull up the hood and magically appear as an elderly version of yourself for one hour or until you lower the hood. Oh, that's dope. I'm just going to test it out to see how good I look. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Because you can only use it once. Never mind. I don't want to do that. But now I'm curious. <laughs> I'm strongly considering it, but I'm going to talk myself out of it. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, yeah, th those are your gumballs. Um, hey, uh, this wasn't gum. <laughs> I want my money back. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh. So, Kayvon's trying to lock this door so that the, the, the mechanical plant man can't get in. Uh, you do see there is there isn't like a heavy duty lock on it, but there is a, a normal door lock on it. You can you can turn. Okay, I'll lock the door. And Droog was investigating the door to the south, and I got a sixteen on that investigation. Perfect. Uh, what you see from and notice in this door to the south is you you basically verify from some of the work around it. It is definitely newer, like like recent to your time right now in the room, and it's very heavy duty. Like it seems much sturdier than the door you came in on. Like, this one seems to be full metal and a little bit more technological. Can I open it? Or investigate it? Like, I don't want to open it, but, like, do I feel like I could open it without any problem? You don't see any handle on the door, and you don't see, like, any buttons around it, so you're not sure, uh, but you can attempt anything you want. Uh, Drew will turn to the, to the guy on the ground and say, how long does, how long's this door been here? He kind of looks over at you and he's like, I, I don't, I'm not sure. I mean, I guess probably maybe like a, like a couple weeks or a month. I, I, there was some construction going on down here. I, I would, we didn't really come in at the time. It was, it was directed by the countess. Can you open it? Where does it go? I don't, it shouldn't go anywhere. This was, this was the last room of the mansion. What's this room for anyway? You all notice, standing in the middle of the room, a small girl. Oh, oh God, a Victoria's oh child. Out of me. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Nope, nope, nope. Oh, my Nobody gosh. Nope. Oh, man. No, 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 I no, was no, no, just no. telling you about the porcupines and the owlbear singing. Yeah, nope. You hear <laughs> a small, high voice say, Hello, are you in need of assistance? Say yes. Maybe. What kind of assistance can you offer? 
Don't engage with the spirits of the dead. It's bad luck. It's too late. We've already engaged with some spirits of the dead. Her head kind of points at each one of you as you speak, only her body doesn't move. Hate that. Hate that. (laughs) (laughs) Are you in need of assistance? Assistance? And you see her kind of like flash a little. What is this? Is this some sort of of like uh, uh, illusion magic? Maybe it's a mechanical issue. Is she is she see through? Can you help us open that door? I would. I can. I can introduce myself if that would assist you. Yes, please. I am the robot oversight for security and assistance of ladies, youth, and non-binary entities. I am Rosalyn. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, Aaron, kudos on that acronym. Rupert takes his hat <laughs> off and bows deeply. <laughs> Thank you. You may not. You, 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 you. And she like flashes again. You don't no need to bow to me. I am here to serve the countess. Well, we're here to do the same thing. Yes, and any servant of the Countess is a friend to me. Um, so, have you seen any spiders coming through here recently? <laughs> Wait, spiders? Spy, What's spy, this about spiders? Spy, 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 and she, like, starts shading, like, a red color. Uh, uh, and then she fully uh, disappears. And about three seconds later, she reappears and she says, is there any way that I can assist you? There's a robot plant thing. Robot plant thing. Kind of humanoid. Sounded metal, like not just like metal, but also like awesome metal. My (laughs) sensors have not detected any humanoid creatures other than humans. Believe it's called a cotton eyed Joe. Ah, <laughs> Did yes. you sense the undead humans that were hanging around upstairs? Or is that beyond your capabilities? I cannot tell the difference between an undead and a living besides whether their heart beats or not. I did sense movement with no heartbeats earlier, but it seemed nothing too worrisome. Uh, can... You know, I put a coin in that machine over there the other moment, and I got this rusted spoon... Is there any way I can get my money back? (laughs) Uh, She's like, I am not the creator nor controller of the gumball machine. It is owned by itself. Uh, Typical. (laughs) I do sense there are more coins in this building. Uh, Well, that'd be interesting. I guess we will... uh... We'll keep an eye out, and maybe I'll have a little bit more luck next time. Wonderful. I hope that you have a wonderful day. Is there anything I can assist you with? Oh, we're trying to open this door. Are you able to open this door? Yes, I may open that door. For what reason do you need the door opened? It is a security door. So we're, like, supposed to go down to the basement and reset something, and Suzette told us to... So Suzette, Suzette told us to. So that's why. Ah, okay. Um, yes, it is. It is. And she turns red again, and she looks at you, Rupert, and goes, Do you want to play a game? 
<laughs> oh, oh my, my gosh. I don't like this. And then she flashes and comes back normal. And she says, They're down here, there are security rooms and the controls for my security system. If you look at the board, you will see a map of the structure to reach the main control room. Awesome. Rupert looks over, walks over to that. Uh, what are these symbols? Uh, basically, you see a room with like a little red dot in it that's like, you're here uh, on the left side of that. And then there appears to be a long room behind the door that you see in the wall with a tiny illustration of a skull and crossbones above it. You then see a room it leads into slightly larger than this one with a large skull and crossbones. And then you see a final room with a blue Xbox on it. Blue Xbox. <laughs> with a, with an X. Is that the latest version? It's the latest version. Um, made of water. Um, you see an X that says uh, main control room. Ah, I don't like the looks of these like skulls and crossbones. Should we ask Suzette what they're all about? Back when I was a pirate, <laughs> <laughs> we used skull and crossbones all the time. Yeah, I don't think it would hurt to radio up to our Suzette and just kind of give her a lowdown. Plus, uh, seems like she might have some info on how we open this door. And tell her about the creepy ghost kid. No offense, Rosalind. What is... I? Who Who are you talking? What ghost child? I see no ghost children. Don't worry about it. Yes, yeah, typical of a creepy ghost child to say that. <laughs> I will not worry about it. Because I cannot worry. Dude, are we the ghosts? Is this like the others? <laughs> Rupert, Rupert fiddles around in his pocket and pulls out the crystal thing and says, Hello, Su- Suzette, can you hear me? It's Dr. Rupert. It's upside Ch- down again, lad. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Thank you, Drew. That's very helpful of you. Of course. Okay, let's try this again. After a short pause, you hear Suzette's voice. Yes, have you have you reached the control room? Uh, well, we're down, I believe, in like the antechamber, if you will. There's a lovely gumball machine here, and uh, we oh, met the, this uh, creepy ghost child. Uh, there's a lot in that. Well, there's technically, a- she's robotic, not ghost, but similar vibes. Ah, uh, yes, robotic. Slow, slow down. Slow, slow. There's a lot. Um. Yeah, the gumball room. That's the control room where the switch is. There's a switch in here. Yeah, there should be a pedestal in the middle with a button on it. Um, Rosalie, do you know anything about this pedestal? Because I'm not seeing it. Uh, you hear her say, There appears to have been a pedestal here at one point that was removed when the new security system was installed. Oh, oh, so Suzette, it was removed when you changed your security system. <laughs> Clearly just a miscommunication. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't change the system. Oh, my mother must have updated the system. I don't, I've, I've never interacted with this new system. Is it, does, a go, is there a ghost child there? Yes. She keeps saying she's not a ghost, but like she's a ghost. Right. Droog tries to run his hand through Rosalind to see if it's if she's like actually a ghost your hand does go into her like you don't feel anything and she just right around where your hand is gets like staticky 
until you pull it away and then it goes back to a clear image. All right. I don't like this, lads. Let's get out of here. Wait, wait. There's this chest uh, here in the in the corner. I want to look in there. I want to look in there, too. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I want to poke around on this um, typewriter and see if there's any any like notes or anything around here that doesn't say boobs. <laughs> I think there's one note that says boobs. There may be green herbs in here which we can heal ourselves with. Oh, hell yeah. You open up the chest and you see uh, what look like a couple bottles of pills. And as you uh, collect them, uh, one bottle says uh, herbs and the other says red herbs and the other <laughs> says blue herbs. Ooh. I can go for some herb. <laughs> like uh, 11 herbs and spices? <laughs> no, no, no. There's only three. Uh, I was in a band. I know what these are for. Oh. <laughs> Here, then you should hold on to them, man. Oh, well, I suppose I could do something like that. Right. Well, hey, uh, uh, Suzette, so there's another door down here and like a typewriter and stuff. And uh, so I think we're going to go through that. But it uh, looks like according to a bulletin board that told us it might be dangerous, it looks like it's dangerous. So we're going to we're going to go. Okay, I'm I'm sure you can handle it. It's just a security system. Uh, radio me when you have it when you have it reset. Uh, will do. Also, there's there's a guy down here too. Wow, way to tattle on him, dude. Jeez. <laughs> it's one of your employees, though. Like, so it's not like Jesus. A you guys are knocking guy. him out. Uh, <laughs> well, is he? What is he doing? Sitting down on the job, hiding from like a robot plant guy. He's working really hard. Diligently. <laughs> um, well, as long as he's safe, right now the most important thing is that everyone stays safe until we get this figured out. Hey, dude, stay safe in here. Maybe play a game with Rosalind like she wanted to while we're gone. Uh, as you as you say that, your eye catches Rosalind and she is a bright red. <laughs> Jeez. Maybe, uh, maybe don't. <laughs> and, sh- and she goes, re, 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 re you you can't reset me you can't reset me you 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 <laughs> want to play a game yes <laughs> jesus don't say that <laughs> no excellent i'm sure we have to i'm sure we have to it's part i'm sure we this, have to she's not gonna open the door unless we play a game i'm sure <laughs> this 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 game and she opens the door that leads out of the room she says this game is called laser dancing and she disappears <sighs> told you guys well, you're quite adept at dancing moves, so, you, know, you know I've solved I've solved worse puzzles than this one back when I was a pirate <laughs> <laughs> and I've seen your dance moves well shake a leg and lead the way uh, okay Althea give me an investigation check for the typewriter before you move on uh, that is a natural one for two. <laughs> Woo! The only thing you find is there is a drawer with a stack of typewritten uh, pages in it. Do they all just say boobs? <laughs> no, they're a- actually, they all just say a date and a time and then say safe room, date, time, safe room, date, time, safe room. It looks like this room was safe for a lot of times, but now I'm not so sure. 
Hey Althea, oh. did you see did you see what I wrote? <laughs> I did. That was uh, very clever. Did you think of that one yourself or <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so so Aaron, in terms of the things yes. we found over here, the green herb, red herb, and blue herb like bottles, are those mechanically are those gonna be like potions or anything? Should we would we recognize to keep those and take those? You will know that in in terms of the amount that's there, if you uh use them, you would each have enough for one basic healing potion. Perfect. Cool. For for each of us. Yes. Cool. 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 Divvy that out. Divvy it up and then head out this door and I guess go uh, do some laser dancing. Yes. I love pills. <laughs> I did that a lot in the 80s. So. <laughs> I love pills. <laughs> Cue the vine of the owl asking if, do you want drugs? Oh. <laughs> drugs. Uh, yeah, sorry. Yep, that's that. Uh, would you like to uh, exit the door that Rosalind opened? Yeah? Yeah, I guess so. Were you going to lead the way, Kayvon? I'll lead the way. I was going to type in 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42 on the typewriter just to see what happens. But I... <laughs> you're such a dork. <laughs> I'll, I'll go laser dance instead. Um, Before you go, I, I want to let you know something, Kayvon. Uh, you know, I used to... I used to perform in a play that was called the the Journeys of Captain Hercules, and uh, you remind me of this individual <laughs> a little bit. Um, but I just wanted you to know that I think you know, dig deep, you'll be fine, and you know, you'll be the brave leader that takes us on through to where we need to go. And I'm going to give him some bardic inspiration. Oh, thank goodness! I, I look at you very, very like um, seriously. I say. Thank you so much. Let's go laser dance. <laughs> oh, these boys are really serious. Everyone strike a disco pose. <laughs> uh, you, you all, uh, you exit and you enter through the door. It's kind of pitch black, but as you take the first step through it onto this stone floor in front of you, uh, the lights these blaring like fluorescent lights and i'll say that as in you all know what a fluorescent light is but it's definitely weird for the characters that you're playing uh to see something like a fluorescent lighting uh in this room and it's basically as you walk into this room you see that it is a gigantic stone bridge and just a chasm on either side of it Oh, long bridge. I'm very familiar with this tactic. <laughs> the Countess has a very strange decorating style. A red Rosalind appears floating off the side of the bridge and says, Are you ready to play our game? Hell yeah. Bring it. I mean, sorry, I shouldn't swear in front of kids. Oh, heck yeah. Okay, roll initiative. I, I mean, here we go. <laughs> oh my gosh. And she flashes, and then you see uh, above you, there's like almost like guns, like these these kind of ball jointed things coming out of the ceiling, and they start to kind of light up as if they're charging energy. Uh, and Rosalind flashes back into view, and she says, "Okay, for laser dancing, you just have to make it to the other side of the bridge." That sounds easy enough. Are there like points for style? 
Yeah, um, there are points for surviving. (laughs) (laughs) Surviving. I don't know that I like this girl. It's going to be such fun. Yes, roll initiative, all of you. Well, I rolled, Kayvon rolled a 14. Bryson rolled a five. Drew rolled a 21. Althea rolled an 11. And Rupert rolled an 18. We can dance. We can dance. Quick, Rupert, take off your hat. (laughs) Uh, No, I'd rather not, you know. My hair's all messy and stuff. (laughs) Is he balding under there, you think? What? That's preposterous. Like, this looks pretty dangerous, but you know what they say, that the safety dance is done by men without hats. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I just looked to see how long this map is. <laughs> it's a pretty big uh, one. Ooh. Oh, that is long. <laughs> so here's how this is going to function. <laughs> yeah. We we are going to do this through initiative, and what it will be is uh, your goal is to get from this end to the other end of the bridge. Uh, Basically, every round there will be a lair action that happens um, uh, to do that. Something else that you uh, will see is everywhere that there is a black line through the bridge, you will have to make a dexterity save there in order to uh, continue down the bridge as it is a rough patch, uh, which if you fail, you will uh, fall and lose your movement. Uh, And then anywhere that you see a red arrow... uh, is a place that if you step on it, uh, you'll receive an extra 10 feet of movement for that turn. Ooh, boosts. Okay. Uh, Droog, you are up first. What would you like to do? So uh, Droog will run forward about 30 feet and then cut um, south just so that he's not standing on the edge and then come right next to the first black line. And so move, move on his turn and that will be it. All right. Um, directly on the space you stop on, will you roll a d6 for me? Oh, I don't like this. Uh, five. Five. As you step on this square, an eruption of acid sprays up towards you. Cool. Uh, make a constitution save. This is not great, but, you know, we'll see what happens. Hey, Rosalind, this is bull. You said there was going to be lasers, but there's acid. <laughs> I got an 11 constitution. You will take two points of acid damage. Nice. And five points of poison damage. Oh. Uh, can't take too much more of that. <laughs> uh, next, uh, if you're done, will be Rupert. Uh, hang in there, buddy. You'll, you'll do just fine. Um, uh, whoa. Don't, don't pay any attention to that. Sorry, it's my... <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> Zigzagging. <laughs> oh, no. Rupert ate all the herbs at once. <laughs> for, for, for our listeners, uh, Rupert Rupert's token started to have a very wavy, all over the place, drunken stagger of a line. He's bobbing and weaving. Yeah, it's my mouse pad for my laptop that I'm doing this on. Is not the best. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. <laughs> Okay, oh, so it's oh, not oh. so Ru- Rupert having tr- trouble with technology. That's not a Rupert thing. That's actually a Jordan thing. 
It's, like, <laughs> what is going... <laughs> what the heck happened? Because it goes 10 feet, 15 feet, 20 feet. It gets up to 50 feet, then jumps to 85 feet. I, th I think it's because he circled there for a little while. And then... <laughs> I spun in place for a little bit. That's not how you do the dance. I've only had a little bit to drink. <laughs> I guess I can make it right on the arrow, can't I? Yeah, if you can make it on the arrow, then you are able to go another ten feet. So if you'd like to uh, make your dexterity check, uh, you can try crossing the line. Yeah, let's let's do that. Straight dexterity saving throw, or like an acrobatics check. Oh, sorry. Straight dexterity saving throw. Uh, this first one is uh, DC thirteen. DC 13, come on. 15, all right. You may move 10 more feet. Oh, nice. Yes. One, two. Kayvon. Okay, Kayvon's going to do something similar to what uh, Rupee just did. 60 feet. I get right to the arrow. All right. Um, so you're going to end up there. Right when you're here, will you make a roll of D6? Yes. Four. Okay, as you step on this uh, square, a jet of flame erupts uh, <sighs> towards you. Make a deck save. That is going to be a whopping 14. That's pretty good. All right. Got a little bit of a burnt booty. You will take two points of fire damage. You got it halved by rushing out of the way. Perfect. What the hell, Roslyn? That's fire. Still no lasers. <laughs> <laughs> it's a game. <laughs> All right. So then I get to the arrow. Then I have to do like a, what was it? A dexterity save? Yep. It's going to be a four. All right. That you, <laughs> you can, you can move to the other side of the line, but you uh, will stop there. Okay. Next to Rupee. All right. Althea. Okay. Althea is going to also just run straight forward uh, my movement's 35 feet so I nice. go, can pretty much hang out here with Rupert if I if I make it that is very specific distancing on yours <laughs> for some reason 70.4 feet <laughs> uh, uh, oh so my dexterity safer hopping over that would be yes. a 19 perfect you may continue so you'll be able to go uh, 80 feet total Okay, so I'll skid out just a little bit above uh, Rupert there. Okay. Peacock Knight. Okay, so uh, Bryson has Tinsel, the peacock uh, helmet, um, summoned in front of him. And he'll say, All right, Tinsel, blue 42, blue 42, <laughs> you're my lead blocker. And uh, Tinsel's going to go right ahead of Bryson and basically try to trigger any traps that might hit Bryson as they go. Poor okay. <laughs> <laughs> <My> Tinsel. <laughs> Tinsel's a robot. Um, so here we go. I'm going to aim toward the arrow. Did I hit anything on the way? You did not. Oh, okay. And then what we're going to do is we're going to do our dexterity save. So first comes Tinsel's. That's only a 10. Okay, Tinsels is going to trip and just beak plant right under the legs of Kayvon. Okay. And then, um, but uh, Bryson is going to continue on and try to hit that arrow and try to succeed. And his saving throw will be a nat one for a five. <laughs> With a nat one. Yes, yeah, stop his line of scrimmage. You land on top of Tinsel, and Tinsel takes three points of damage. Oh, <laughs> okay. Three points of crushing damage. Oh. 
applied. Okay, there we go. Uh, you hear Rosalind say, all right, now it's time for the lasers. And those contraptions above the other part, it is going to start shooting a laser down that is cutting through the bridge. And you basically see just a laser cut starting to go right through the bridge. Um, Kayvon's going to look um, very disapprovingly at PK. Just shake his head. He <laughs> <laughs> had to keep asking about lasers. Droog, it's your turn. All right. We, uh, we it did each get a healing potion, right? From that? Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm going to take one of those. So got uh, eight points of healing back. And then nice. I'm gonna make my dexterity save to jump across the mm-hmm. jump across the thing. I got a twelve. That will not. You get to move five feet, and your turn is for movement is over. Okay, but you can do Ooh. you can do anything else if you want. But movement is done. Then, um, all right, that's it. Okay, Rupert. All right, Rupi, you can do this. I think Rupi can do it. I'm not sure about Jordan. <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> uh, as you move, you step on a triggered tile. Roll me a d6. Ooh. Okay, so I uh, rolled a six. You see the uh, basically a net made of razor wire shoots out of this, <laughs> but it misses, and mm. the the tile just stays spent there. Ha ha! Can't keep old Rupee down. Um, so that was thirty feet of movement. I'd like to move through the the barrier here and take a dash action if I can. Yeah, totally. So give me your dex save. Seventeen. All right, that is good enough. All right, let's move our next thirty, and I'm going to try to angle it so I go over this red arrow. So I I guess I'll get to go forty. Yep. Yep. And basically, as you step on these arrows, these these triggered tiles, they spring you forward a little bit. So that's how you get your boost of speed. Did you see it move? I, d- I did. I did. Could you roll me a d6 for <laughs> oh, this five? Ooh. A one. A oh, one. I'm going to need a dexterity save for you as uh, a giant spray of tar comes out. On the triggered tile you stepped over. Oh, come on, deck save. Oh, another 17. Oh, nice. You succeed. That would have been a very bad. Uh, you're fine. You you get to continue on. You pass that check. Ooh. All right. That that's all I got. All right, uh, Kayvon. Yeah, quick question. When I saw Rupee uh, trigger a tile, did that yes. tile stay down and triggered? Do I feel like or did it reset? Uh, it looks like that one has returned to normal. Like, it looks like it was before he stepped on it. Ugh, no, thank you. So, like, I should be paying attention to the tiles? Dang it. Um, okay, here we go. I'm going to dash, so I get I get to the line after 35 feet. So I should have 25 feet left, so then I need to make a dex save, right? Yep. Okay, dexterity saving throw. 21. Okay, successful, successful. Okay, and I'm going to... Uh, Move 25 more feet. I move straight ahead. Where was was the other one? Was it right here? I think it was... Yeah, it was one of these two, I think. 
you may make a history check if you would like to try and remember. Uh, I'll go ahead and give it a history check, or do you want me to wait for my turn? Um, since he's already put in his movement, we'll say uh, it was too late because he steps directly on the tile uh, as he finishes. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm, I'm on it. Okay. Will you give me a dexterity save again? Oh, gosh. I'm not good at these. I got lucky last time. 11. Mm. You get a spray of tar up into you uh, and just you get covered in it and your speed is now halved until the end no. of your next turn. Oh gosh. So you can move <laughs> five more feet after that square so move back one square. Oh my goodness. Alright. All right. Althea. Alright, I am going to actually just keep moving forward here and yeah, I'm gonna, gonna try going about uh, 70 feet. Okay, just make your deck save uh, for crossing that line. And that was a 20? Yep, you're good. You continue on your way. Cool, alright, I'm gonna, I'm gonna chill out there for a second. Okay, perfect. Uh, and just a heads up, the next black lines after Althea, in front of Althea will now be a DC 14. Okay. Um, okay, and it is... Why can I never remember your name? What is your name? Bryson. It is Bryson. Why, it's right there. <laughs> Bryson. The son of Bryce. <laughs> we said Peacock Knight too many times in the first session, and I'm like, what is his name? Well, technically, that's what I like people to call me professionally. That's what I got on my business cards. They have a big Vistaprint logo on the back. So at the end of the last round, was I prone? No. Okay, so my zero, my, just my speed was zero. Okay, yeah, all right. yeah, you just, yeah, okay. you just stop. So we're going to go ahead. I'm just going to pick up, um, I'm just going to pick up uh, my helmet and kind of put it back on my head. Uh, and yeah. <laughs> that didn't work out super great last time. Um, but uh, Bryson's going to follow Althea's path. Okay. Uh, completely. So just move up the five feet to the same kind of uh, path that, that she was taking, and I will mm -hmm. uh, run and dash, and I'll make my dexterity saving throw. Perfect. It's only an eight. <laughs> you will move back <laughs> just past the line. Oh my okay. gosh. I'm, a, I, I'm proficient in dexterity saving throws. All right. That's my turn. Uh, you now see the laser... And we're just, I'm going to roll for this to see what happens because I'm not going to be the one who decides this, uh, whether the laser turns right or left. But you see oh the laser turn to the right. Uh, and this section of the bridge falls off into the chasm. Oh my goodness. Oh Drug, <laughs> you're way back there. Jeez. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm oh moving as fast as me wee legs will make me go. All right, Droog. Oh, gosh. All right, I'm going to move, so, um, like, five feet away from the line, and then I'm going to um, I'm gonna move, move, so I'll make my save to see if I can continue my movement. Okay. That is a 17. You will make it. So, 10 feet to the, the jumpy uh -huh, uh -huh. boost, so then I've got another 30 from there. Yes, you are fine. Okay, that <laughs> will be my turn. Perfect. Rupert, where you at? Um, I like this whole running along the topmost part of the, of the track. So I'm going to cut this way 
and I guess we'll take the first 30 to there, but I guess I'll have to see if I make my deck save. And you'll have to roll a d6, maybe? (laughs) (laughs) Deck save first. Oh, 24. Rupert's spry. As an old man, I handsprung over that rough (laughs) patch. Um, Cool. And then I'll take my dash to keep going. Okay. Just remember, everyone, it's not a race, but I'm winning. (laughs) So that would be my 30. The plus 10 will take me over the line if I succeed on the deck save. So we'll do that. Uh, Well, before you make your deck save, uh, give me a d6. Ooh. (laughs) A five. A five. Uh, Acid sprays up at you, and you have to make... I said this wrong last time, sorry. Make a constitution save. Uh, That's a nine. Okay. You will take three points of acid damage and five points of poison damage. Ouch. As you are coated in acid. These are my good clothes. Uh, (laughs) But you can still make your dexterity check. These are my dad's clothes. (laughs) Another handspring. Another handspring. (laughs) Oh my god! Nice. <laughs> you, you just see like the you know like a gymnast. You just see Rupert handspringing down this bridge. Like he gets <laughs> he gets sprayed in the face when he lands on the acid, but he's like, "I'm fine." <laughs> it's all part of the act. So spry. <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> Perfect. And at this point, you're you're just about halfway across the bridge. Oh no! Oh my gosh! No it's way. so long. Cave off. Oh gosh. All right, I have half movement, so if I uh, let's see here, I can get to there, and then I have to make my dexterity saving throw, and I got a seven. A seven. You will. Yeah. yeah. You will <laughs> fall over the line and stay there. Uh, okay. You know what? That's 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 all the more I could have moved anyway, so it really didn't matter. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. All right, all right Althea. I am going to continue moving straight. I am going to hop on this uh, this red arrow here. Oh, God, I that up. But uh, <laughs> as long as I keep moving here, I think I should be able to. Um, oh, well, I guess I'll have to hop over this first one, huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Ooh, no. Nope, you will end your turn on one okay. side of that. Never mind. So I was here. I think you're right behind Rupert. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just made it like right over here. Okay. Perfect. Bryson. Okay. Uh, here comes Bryson in the back. <laughs> the star <laughs> athlete from high school. We can't all be Rupert. Okay. So I'm going to go 50 feet directly behind Althea. Okay. Huh? And then I'll make my dexterity saving throw to try to cross this line. And there's a nat one for a five. Oh, <laughs> so I'm right next to Althea. Get off me. Boom. Second nat one. Althea, you take one point of crushing damage as uh, Bryson <laughs> falls on top of me. I keep hurting people. Sorry, the suit doesn't fit quite right. Like my dad, he had kind of like broader, slightly broader shoulders and a bigger gut. <laughs> oh man you uh as you kind of fall there you see Rosalind has kind of followed along skipping through the air uh with all of you and she goes wait but this is a, you know what would make this more 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 fun I don't think I want to know kittens more lasers 
You see more lasers pop on and basically uh, cut through two of these. Oh no. Oh my gosh. I'm running as fast as I can. So Droog's in the section that's being currently cut by a laser and Bryce, the laser's coming up right behind Bryce and right on his tail. All right, next to Althea, too. Oh, man. So another huge section of bridge goes tumbling down into the chasm. And it is Druk's turn. All right. I'm going to run up to the to the line and make my check to see if I can get across. Okay. I got an 18. Perfect. So Perfect. the rest of my movement gets me there. And then I'm going to do this. Let's see. twenty. So 25 feet to the jumper boost to give me another 10 and I'll make my deck save. Okay. I failed my deck save on the second one, but that would have been the end of my movement anyway right there. Perfect, perfect. Lucking out. Oh, golly. Okay, Rupert. Droog, you've made an impressive comeback. Well, see ya. Get <laughs> 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 a spry one. So this is the intended path. <laughs> did, did he just like move right up into a triggered space? Oh god. I'm sorry. Uh roll me a D6 as you step on this triggered square. <laughs> I'm clearing a path, guys. Alright. A three. Uh, oh, this one's fun. Uh, give me a deck save as metal caltrips uh, spray out of this triggered tile. Oh my gosh. An 11. An 11. Okay, that is just the save of this DC. <gasps> uh, so you will not take any damage, but there is now a 10-foot square of caltrips right here. Okay, so right in the middle of the bridge, there's a bunch of caltrops. Anyone who crosses through <laughs> those squares would take uh, 1d4 damage. Interesting. All right, I'll roll my deck save to make through the barrier. Crap. Uh, 20. Jeez. Perfect. Uh, and this has that line that you just crossed is a DC 15. Oh, cool. Okay. So that was my 60 to there. And then since I hit the red boost, I'll get the extra two or the extra 10 feet. Perfect. Kayvon's on deck. Okay. Kayvon's going to move up and going around uh, the triggered tile and try to hit this arrow uh, at 30 feet, which gives him 40 feet. And then he's going to dash, but he's got to get across this line first. So he's going to make his dexterity saving throw. And it will be probably terrible. Don't you dare land on me, Kayvon. Um, a six. <laughs> Fall next to Droog. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't in that one, so you won't fall on Droog. <laughs> okay. That's my turn. All right, Althea. All right, Althea is just going to keep going down the straight path. I feel like it's really working well for her. Um, so hopefully I'm able to cross over that. Let's see, 14. Uh, that will not succeed for oh that one. Goodness. Oh, jeez. All right, well, I'm back here with oh, Droog man. again. At least we're all in this together, guys. How's it going? You, I hate Rupert. 
<laughs> it's like we're in junior high and it's the first time your school has a track and field team and we're all trying hurdles we're all <laughs> for trying. the first time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. I just feel like he's showing off. He's just trying to make us look bad. There's a lot of knocked over hurdles. <laughs> a surprise that only old Rupee is the one faster than the small one here. <laughs> he's just doing like hand, he's just doing handstands in place, just like <laughs> Yeah, right now he's jogging in place. Come on then. <laughs> Oh, Ruby's faster than a forest nymph fleeing a horny human. Oh, <laughs> All right, PK. All right, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to try to follow somewhat of Althea's path, but I'm going to try to hit this red arrow as well, which means some jogging around. So um, I'm going to come up, uh, moving across the bridge, uh, avoiding the triggered tile and trying to hit the arrow. And then I'm going to move up and cross the line just north of Kavon at the north end of the bridge, at the north side of the bridge. Okay, DC 15 deck save. Yeah. Um, it's an eight. Mm. <laughs> nope, you are going to stop right there. Uh, you guys, I feel like we're really coming together as a team. Like, literally, we are all stuck at the exact same spot, except for Rupee. All four of us are in a line at the same point on the bridge. Ugh. Uh, all right, oh, as you do this, you see the lasers are still just buzzing and cutting through this bridge, and you watch as another section of bridge just falls into the abyss. And then you see a laser cut directly through the tile you all just got off of. Ugh. That was close. <sighs> and it is Droog's turn. Droog is going to run straight and then dodge south past the Caltrops and then try to jump over the over the barrier. I got a 19. You succeed. So then ending on the speed boost, Droog will jump forward another 10 feet right behind old Rupee. Perfect. Oh. Okay, Rupert. It's almost like we have a race. And away I go. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with the next one. So... Uh, Rupert will move forward here. I'll do the, the 30 feet he would normally do. We'll see if he can actually do that. Roll my deck save for crossing the barrier. I'm just running straight dead ahead. Mm-hmm. Oh, got a nat oh. one for a six. Oh, no. Oof. You are going to trip and crash. Uh, and you take four points of force damage. Oh, jeez. Oh. Well, okay, so that is all of my movement then. I'm actually going to go ahead and drink that potion right now yeah. and just get that out of the way because yikes. You open that pale bottle and you pop them in and you crunch down on those chalky, chalky herb pills. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Vaughn. All right, Kayvon's going to run basically straight ahead, but then dodge to the south of the Caltrops, and then that gets him to that uh, to the uh, rough terrain where he has to make the deck save um, mm-hmm. after 50 feet. So he's doing a move and a dash, and let's see if he can make that okay. deck save, please. And I rolled a, an 11. <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, Eventually, we have to succeed, right? <laughs> I mean, you know? and you still have Bardic Inspiration, I think, right? You haven't burned that yet. Oh, 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 yes. Let's do the Bardic. Let's do the Bardic. What, what size is your die? It's a D6. Okay. That's a private question, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you don't ask a man that. 
I got a five, I got a 16. Oh, you you succeed. You succeed. Okay, then I'm gonna angle up with my last 10 feet, hit the arrow, and then move just to the north of Droog. Perfect. All right, Althea, you're up. Oh, thank goodness. Cool, so yeah, I was just gonna try to move forward in my same straight trusty line um, and see if I can hop over this guy. Yeah, uh, if you'll first give me a D6. Oh, no, come on now. jeez. I was doing so well. Uh, D6 is a four. Perfect. That's going to need a deck save. DC 13 as fire erupts. Okay. Uh, deck save was 17. So you step on this tile uh, and these jets of flame erupt out of it and you take four points of fire damage. That doesn't feel good. Do I get to continue moving or do I have to stop you, here? One, one more deck save to see for this. To see if I hop over. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, oh gosh. All right. So I got one for six. So I'm just hanging out here. I'm cool. I am now in last place. And I nope. don't mind that. Nope. Bryson is still back there. A whole a whole section of the bridge behind you. Take two <laughs> points of uh, force damage as you fall on your face. Ouch. That's embarrassing. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Okay. It is Bryson. So Bryson, now seeing all of those tra- those triggered traps, he's going to go ahead and make a diagonal run for the end of the bridge, avoiding all of the caltrops and fire pits and stuff. Um, it's 50 feet of movement to get to the next rough patch. So I'll make my deck saving throw. Perfect. Another eight. <laughs> <laughs> you will just I'll, step over. I'll just step over just north of Althea. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Jeez. Oh my goodness. Uh, okay. Uh, Rosalind pops up to the side of everyone giggling and she says, More lasers, more lasers, more oh, lasers. I put myself right in the path of the friggin' laser. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, so you're going to see uh, this side of the lower half of the bridge crumbles away into the abyss. And. It's a third laser pops on and it cuts directly between Althea and Bryson. Uh, you feel the heat of it on your hands as it cuts through. Bryson, no! And it is Droog's turn as the lasers have now caught up to you. So Droog is going to run straight. I do need to make a deck save to see if I can jump over the thing. I got a 17. Nice. That is a PS. That one is a DC 16. So you did great. Nice. And so then um, move and then dash. I'll end my turn right in front of the last one. Perfect. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. I pulled the little rupee. What? Did you just say <laughs> I pulled, pulled the little rupee? He pulled the lead. I pulled him to the lead, ru- old rupee. Ah. <laughs> oh, I also heard pulled the ladle. You can't understand me, can you? I thought it was like some kind of like goblin like soup thing. <laughs> I thought he was talking about my rusty spoon. <laughs> I thought he might have stolen it. Careful pulling the ladle, you'll go blind. Well, as they say, oh. in the land of goblins, hats are edible. <laughs> <laughs> Do they now? Wonderful people, goblins. That's true. I think I've heard that before. I've heard that, yeah. All right, I'm going to just bolt straight ahead. I will roll a deck save for the barrier. 
A 21. Mm, nice. Rupert is not, just... Not a full handspring, more of a cartwheel that time. <laughs> <laughs> you are good. It is Kayvon's turn. All right, Kayvon is going to run straight ahead uh, the 15 feet to get to that first uh, barrier. He's going to mm-hmm. try to get across with the dexterity. He's only got a plus two to his dexterity save. Here we go. And I got a five. Dang oh, it. No, came on. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Ugh, I flop right over on the other side. Perfect. You, uh, yeah, that's it. Unless you're going to do something else, but uh, it'll be out the turn. You know, I'm going to pull out my crystal real quick, and I'm going to say to Suzette, I'm going to say, by the way, your mom was sadistic. I'm at the crystal away. Okay, you do, you just hear silence. <laughs> Althea. Um, yeah, so I am going to continue just going straight on. Um, does that hit anything? No, but you would just make your deck save. Okay. So that one was a 20. Nice. nice. You sail over it. I finally made one. I'm doing okay. I'm catching up. <laughs> Sort of. Not really. (laughs) Um, And then, yeah, moving my last couple feet will still put me behind Droog, but above Corvo. Or (laughs) Kayvon. Did you say Corvo? Yeah. Anyway, I'm between Kayvon and Droog. Bryson. Here I go. Bryson's going to first move five feet forward, hit the arrow, and then he's going to dr- drop down and follow the exact same path that Althea took. But let's see first if I can finally get over the um, the barrier, the, the rough patch, with a deck save of an eight. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Let me count up the, oh, how many times I've rolled an eight. That's one, two. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll count. I'll come back. That's the end of my turn. Okay, perfect. Oh my goodness. Uh, you, once again, uh, these lasers are just right behind you. The top side of that bridge falls down right behind you, Bryson. Oh my uh, goodness. Oh, okay, so I've rolled a net one twice, and everything else I've rolled has been an eight. <laughs> Every other time it's been an That's eight. Amazing. Oh That's amazing. That's amazing. That's uh, <sighs> But yeah, okay. Yeah, it's Droog. All right, I'm going to make my roll to see if I can get all the way across. I got a 16. Perfect. Oh, yes. That is the exact number. So if I dash, I can get all the way out of the room. You make it to the end of the bridge. Okay. Pull the lever to turn off the lasers. Pull the lever to turn <laughs> off I'm the lasers. I'm not seeing any lasers. I do see a lever that says drop the floor. Wrong lever. Wrong <laughs> <No, laughs> <pull that> lever. <laughs> Oh my goodness. You see Rosalind say, no levers here, no levers here. Uh, Rupert. It's like a twisted version of that one famous story. What was it called? Octopus Game? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Jeez. I think I saw that play once. Yeah, Rupert's just gonna run straight across, basically following Droog immediately. Perfect. Uh, okay, came on. Okay, Kayvon's going to angle down uh, to the right in the middle of the path, which he knows is already safe because everyone else has already gone that way. 30 feet, he'll dash, and then after 40 feet, he'll get to the final line and try this time to make a dexterity save. He's done it one time. 
<laughs> and not gonna be this time. That's a twelve. You will fall down. <laughs> Falls down on the other side. But you do make it over the last line. Oh my gosh! One more round, and then I'm home free. Uh, Althea. Okay, let's try doing this. Moving on. Stand on my stand on my path. Stand strong. <laughs> Dex save of a nat mm. one for oh, six. No. Oh, no. So. <laughs> you will take oh two God. points of crushing damage. All right. Oh. Hang, hanging out with Kayvon. Just chilling. <laughs> Sup. <laughs> uh, Bryson. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I'm going to uh, follow Kayvon's path. Uh, so moving up. Just a uh, slight angling up to the center of the bridge. I get 40 feet before I have to cross the rough patch. Hey, guys, what do you think? Is it going to be a natural one for a five or an eight? It's going to be an eight. An eight. Oh, <laughs> 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 Our first net 20 of the entire night. A net uh, 20 for a oh 24. Oh, uh, gosh. You are able to jump over Kayvon and get 10 extra feet of movement. Okay, so so then that would be to I'm in the middle of the final section, and I'm following where Drew was going. Uh, as the lasers cut through this last part of the bridge, it crumbles. So you're gonna so that uh, last section of the bridge crumbles and falls into the chasm. Rocks clashing. Uh, you after a very long time, you can't see the bottom of this. Uh, but it seems like it's probably not a great drop. Um, and then all the lasers shut off and Rosalind goes, oh, well, I guess you made it through laser dancing. We'll see you at round two. <laughs> and she disappears. That was a lot less dancing than I expected. I don't think I danced at all. <laughs> Old Rupi was dancing the whole way across. Reminded me of my time on the gymnast floor, you know, doing my floor routine. So what happens the next time somebody has to come down here? There's like... Well, I'm worried about the construction workers that built this place. Are they still down there? That's morbid. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're going to join them if we're not careful here. I don't like these kinds of games. How's everybody feeling? Like, we got... There were some traps and stuff. I'm a little dinged up, but otherwise okay. Not great, but, uh... Drug, I saw you were hurting. I'm feeling lighter than a fin- a fairy's touch. <laughs> How many of these did you write down? <laughs> I've got a lot of them. What? I've got a, a way too many. I might just touch myself a little bit and cure some oh. of these wounds. Oh, my. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. yeah. Kayvon's you gonna know, watch. She doesn't even want anybody else. When she thinks about... Did you say Kayvon's going to watch? (laughs) No, I wouldn't say such a thing. (laughs) I said Kayvon's going to walk out of the room. That's what I was saying. Respectfully. Oh, that's a sin. Uh, Oh Uh. my god, I'm sweating so bad. (laughs) Oh, that was intense. Okay. Um, uh, Oh, man. <laughs> okay. Uh. As you reach the end of the bridge and the lasers turn off, you see another metal door open 
in front of you, uh, and you hear hisses of steam and the chugging of machines as a dark, empty, uh, cavernous room stands in front of you to walk into. No thanks. And that's and that's where we're gonna end for tonight. <laughs> and that's where we're gonna end for tonight. Oh man! <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> oh, that was so intense. Ugh. I'm feeling very oh, Saw-esque. Uh, it could be much worse. Uh, Matt did play in my Saw campaign, so he can yeah, tell you it's much worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh well hey awesome thanks Aaron for, for running this for us and uh, don't forget if you're listening to this go join us on the discord you can talk about this episode as well as previous episodes um, you can check out our website we have a shop uh, we, have a, we have a patreon where you can go and support us show us some love and until we get together next time we hope you have a great time <laughs>